The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management, our weekly show on everything about physical precious metals, in particular our love of gold, silver, and natural fancy colored diamonds, three fantastic hard assets which we are going to talk about to you, the listening audience today about. We want to welcome you to the show and remind you that we have a motto when it comes to these three physical assets. If you can't hold it, you don't own it. So it is all about physical hard assets, gold, silver, natural fancy colored diamonds. On this show, we discuss the hows and the whys about investing in those assets. And throughout this show, I'm going to give you a very important piece of information. That is our phone number, one eight seven seven eight silver That's one eight seven seven eight silver or the website, guildhallwealth.com. If you use either of those, you'll get all the information we're talking about today. You will get an absolute free-of-charge investor package sent to you. And you can speak to us. You can ask questions about these markets. You can ask questions about the products we discuss or the accounts we discuss. And you can get the ball started today. Now, let's jump right in, Jeremy. We have a topic today, uh, which we're going to touch on throughout the show as it progresses. A few things to do first before we get there. But that topic, a very important one. How to avoid common buying mistakes when you're adding gold and silver to your portfolio. That's physical gold and silver. And everybody wants to know, how do I avoid these common mistakes, pitfalls, if you will? Maybe some people will talk about being part of something where they found out the gold they were owning wasn't real, all kinds of things. We're going to talk about that throughout the show today and a few other bits and pieces that we have to throw at our listening audience. It is RSPCs and folks. So if you're listening, remember, you can hold gold gold and silver inside your RSP. The deadline, March 2nd this year, it comes fast, and we'd love to be able to show you how to get into these markets. Jeremy, welcome to it this week. What say you about the week that has been in gold and silver? Well, it's uh, the end of the month. We're coming to the end of January, so I thought uh, it'd be nice to just do a quick month review on the precious metals. And uh, as you know, Darren, we started the year off at uh, just over $1,500 an ounce U.S. in gold. We were trading around 1519 at the beginning of January. And as we're closing trading for the year, we think we've got, uh, for the month rather, I think we've got one more day. Um, it's closing up around 1580. So that's a nice move up in gold. And silver started the year off at 1783. Now we got up over $18. And then as of a couple days ago, just before the Fed meeting, which is almost predictable at this point, we had a, a slam down and, and silver hit a uh, touchdown at 1740 and then climbed back uh, 60 cents back up to $18. So it's up about uh, 17 cents since the beginning of the year, but definitely keeping over $18 is key for silver at this point. And just before we were starting the show, Darren, we were talking about the psychological um, feeling of, of silver being above $18. And I think that there's a confidence there when silver is above 18 versus when it's in the low 17 or even in the $16 range. So I think we're filling in the gaps on silver. I think gold is leading the way. And what's really interesting right now is that while gold has already broken through the highs of last year, the ratio of gold to silver is back to over 90 to 1. 90 to 1. While we sit here, 
with gold surging forward, last year being a fantastic start to what we believe is going to be a multi-year run in both metals, and that value still persists. It still gives our clients an opportunity to get into these markets. Jeremy, could it be any better in terms of getting diversity into your portfolio, being diverse within your investments. It's a key strategy. It's one that is commonly accepted as the norm within the trading world. Analysts have talked about gold and silver now for a very long period of time. And I believe that this is the moment where you have to put aside those concerns, do your due diligence and decide, is gold and silver going to be the right thing for me? And if so, you move forward. You don't sit on the fence anymore. We've seen the beginning phase of this new bull market. I think the prices are going higher, much higher right now. I would agree. I think even if we look at the past week and a half uh, with uh, the corona coronavirus outbreak, you can see the risk trade going into precious metals. That's always that's always unfortunately been good for precious metals. But that's not the bigger picture here. The bigger picture is that the Fed is keeping interest rates low, that they're going to continue to print money, and that's ultimately what's going to push gold higher. Uh, there was a report out this week from the World Gold Council talking about the fact that last year central banks continue to be net buyers of gold and they continue to see that trend moving forward this year and they also saw that ETF buying was at all-time very near all-time highs in 2019 and they see that trend continuing so there's a lot going on in the markets I think there's a lot more that we can discuss throughout the show one thing we're going to talk about is a telegraph article um, an article from the telegraph that talks about what to invest in in 2020 i think that one's something that our listeners are definitely going to want to check out all right that and how to avoid common buying mistakes when buying gold and silver much much more please stay tuned you are listening to the real money show with guildhall wealth management the number to call one eight seven seven eight silver or the website guildhallwealth.com and you're doing so on global news radio 640 toronto Welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. I'm your host, Darren Long. With me this week, Jeremy Wiseman. Jeremy, I hear through the grapevine we may, in fact, be visited by none other than Paul Wiseman himself. He is planning on doing sitting in the segment with us. He has been so busy and swamped. He's going to be talking a little bit about platinum, of all things. And, of course, that's something that we offer also at Guildhall Wealth, uh, as well as palladium. And that is an interesting topic. As you know, palladium has had a killer 24 months it's gone sky high way up into the $2,200 an ounce range and uh, it is exciting so we're going to talk a bit about that but before we get there Jeremy something that's near and dear to us watching the Canadian economy as these headlines tell us things are going well and we're reading behind that headline we often come across these developing stories that unfortunately uh, they talk about a truth that's kind of Less known, let's say, shall we say. Nobody wants to talk about it. It's hidden behind the scenes. And this is the change in the mentality about retirement. You brought with you today just a quick article. And to touch on this is important because this is really telling the story behind the story. And in fact, what's happening is people are falling behind, Jeremy. And this is just another piece of the puzzle that's telling us this is really happening. Yeah, this is uh, was posted on mortgagebrokernews.ca. The title, Canadian Reverse Mortgage Debt Reaches Nearly $4 billion. Now, that in itself should be alarming, Darren, but that's not what we're really focusing on in this article. Uh, right near the end of the article, I'm just going to uh, read this paragraph. 
Nearly three out of four, 72% of Canadian seniors polled by Sun Life admitted that their purchasing power did not end up as strong as they anticipated. Around 23% said that they had significantly dialed down their expenses upon reaching retirement age. Following, they're following a, a strict budget and refraining from spending money on non-essential items. And this was reported in the Financial Post. So what is this saying? Well, this is saying what, what we talk about on this show, which is you need to maintain your purchasing power. And if you don't understand inflation, you're going to fall prey to that. You're going to be a victim of inflation. And one of the ways to, to protect against inflation long term is to hold a physical asset that can't be printed into oblivion. Anyone that we talk to, we say, hey, do you think the Canadian government's going to lower its debts? Do you think they're going to keep printing money? The answer is no, they're going to continue to print money and uh, the debts are going to continue to, to grow. So once you're aware of that, you have to start looking at your financial portfolio and saying, how do I protect my wealth long term? There's taking risks. There's investing, which is taking risks. You put money in the bank. They give you an interest. That's a risk. You're now a creditor of the bank. You're putting your money into stocks. You're, you're, you're taking a risk on that. You're a creditor to them. And with precious metals, you're nobody's creditor. There's no counterparty risk. You own it, especially if you do buy the physical product. That's not investing. That's owning an asset. And so that's what a lot of people today are doing. And they're doing it, Darren, in their registered accounts. They're holding physical precious metals in registered accounts so that they can maintain that purchasing power long term. And I can tell you, since we've been starting this, I think we started in 2015, uh, we've got clients who are up well over 30% on their gold since we started the investment. Well, again, these self-directed accounts point out a very specific piece of the puzzle that I like to call out from time to time, and that is to say that what we have been doing has not worked. The trust that we've given to, to the entire industry of experts and professionals who have managed our money is not working. Otherwise, we'd be prepared for retirement. We'd have the funds available to us for retirement. Or is it that individuals are simply not preparing at all. They're not going in and getting their um, act together as it relates to that age of retirement. It could be both, but either way, something has to change, Jeremy. And what I think needs to change is that people need to get educated. They need to self-direct their own wealth and they need to understand these assets and the importance of, under, of ownership of gold and silver in a physical form. Let's talk more about that topic when we come back and also how to avoid common buying mistakes. There is an RSP deadline coming up and if anybody listening is interested in putting gold and silver into their RSP, whether that's a brand new RSP or from an existing RSP, we can help you with that at Guilds Hall. We have the ability to give you the information to get that done. The number to call, one eight seven seven eight silver or guildhallwealth.com. You are listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Well, a big congratulations to those as we come back to The Real Money Show here with Guildhall Wealth Management that bought into the market over the last week. We want to welcome you to Guildhall and thank you for coming aboard. And to those that still have questions, we are here and we are more than happy to listen and hopefully provide the great answer you're looking for. One eight seven seven eight silver or Guildhall. 
realhowwealth.com. Now, Jeremy, we all know, and we've discussed it on the show over the years about the importance of changing dynamics as it relates to retirement. You need more money to retire comfortably. Otherwise, you're going to be working well until your late 60s, maybe even early 70s. For some, that may be a fact of life. They want to work, and that's fine. But for those that want to retire comfortably, they have to consider all options on the table. And it's no longer just an easy stroll through the park, pick a few stocks, have a few mutual funds, do a traditional portfolio, and everything's fine. You have to look elsewhere. And one of the areas that our clients continuously tell us that is giving them that type of diversity they need is gold and silver. But when it comes to buying gold and silver, we find often that there's a lot of misinformation, a lot of information that uh, leads people down the wrong path. And so today, a focus for this particular part of the show is going to be how to avoid common mistakes when you're buying gold and silver. And I want to let you take it away because these are four very important points. Hopefully, we have enough time for them today. The first point being... Yeah, so I, I'm not sure if we'll get to all four, but uh, one of the things that uh, I want to discuss in terms of a mistake that gold buyers make that are really easy to avoid is paying for product that's not readily available. So for example, we have horror stories all the time about a buyer who's handed over money to a bullion dealer and ended up waiting months for their product to, to arrive. And we recently had a gentleman talk to us about this exact thing, saying he eventually had to complain to the BBB, uh, the Better Business Bureau, before the dealer finally complied and provided some product. So, um, and then even then, um, when he received the product, it wasn't in the best condition. And that's, that's something, uh, another topic. But the key thing is, is that making sure that when you're giving money to a bullion dealer of any kind that you want to make sure that the product is there. Can you actually go and physically see the product first? Um, if, if at worst they can take a video of the product to show that it's there before you send the funds, maybe even checking out reviews first to make sure that, uh, just like on eBay or whatever, that they have, um, good reviews and that people are generally happy with their services. Um, because one of the things that we see, Darren, is that they hand over money and then the product isn't actually there. And I know that for us, there's really only a couple circumstances where that would be the case, which is a very, very large order. And in those circumstances, we tell the client, the wholesaler who we're purchasing it from, and their stated delivery time. And if, and if the delivery time is beyond our expectations, which might be as little as two weeks, we're willing to provide like product to the client in lieu of waiting for that shipment to arrive. In other words, we don't want to ever have a situation where a client hands over money and they're waiting weeks and weeks and they don't even know what's happening, right? So that's a that's one of the key things for us is making sure that the, that the place actually has the product. And finally on that note is sometimes that's where people get caught up on pricing because they go with a lower price because a, a dealer's offered this lower price, but they don't have the product to actually deliver on. Well, quite frequently what happens, Jeremy, is that a person will call us up comparing apples to apples, price to price, 100-ounce silver bars to 100-ounce silver bars, and somebody else's price will be reportedly lower than ours. And I mean, the net savings at best are generally in the few hundreds of dollars. So if it's worth giving up the service, the quality and the expertise to get the lower price, by all means, go right ahead. But more often than not, what ends up happening is they go to buy that product. It's not available. And as you said, it gets replaced with subpar product. And they get the better price, 
And so they think they've saved in the end, when in reality they end up buying a product that's not the same as what they were pricing in the first place, which means they didn't have any savings at all, and we probably ended up having that product for the same price or less. So there is a very, very, very uh, consistent uh, belief here in the office that it's important to do that homework and know who you're buying from and the product that you're going to buy is available. Yeah, and then another one very quick would be new versus previously owned product. Um, you know, a lot of times uh, websites will say uh, random year, and so you know what you're getting. You know that you're going to get product that's a random year. Um, but generally... You know, if you're buying product, you should be getting new product, and it, especially that's what you're paying the premiums for. Now, there's a couple caveats with that. For example, Royal Canadian Mint, they haven't changed their designs on 100-ounce bars for several years. They date them, but the design's the same, uh, and that includes gold. 10-ounce bars, they haven't changed the design in over five years, and they don't put the date on it. Um, so, you know, there's some caveats there in terms of what's acceptable, but uh, in general, the product should be pretty new that you're getting. One thing where there should be no exception is on maples um, or a coin that has a, a date on it. Uh, you should not be ordering 2020 silver eagles or Canadian maples and getting 2017s. There's no reason for that at all. Um, for Guildhall, we tend to not really even offer that type of product. So um, generally, our clients are getting all new product. And if it's older product, we would state that well before they got it. So it's all about expectations, too. Mm -hmm. And if the, if the product tends to be a bit older, there should be some discounts in there. Right. Now, let's stay on these this particular topic, but on these points that you've been bringing up when we come back from break. We're going to take a quick break, and when we do come back, we will talk more about how to avoid common buying mistakes when purchasing and owning gold and silver. You are tuned into The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. RSP season, folks. If you are thinking about getting gold and silver in your RSP, now is the time to act. The deadline is quickly approaching, March the 2nd, and we love to show you how to do that. It all starts with that phone call, one eight seven seven eight silver or a trip over the website, guildhallwealth.com, where you can request the investor package, get more information on that, and become your own central bank, as Jeremy has always said. It's a wonderful thing to do. We're going to talk about that much, much more when we come back. You are tuned into The Real Money Show. You're doing so on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. Jim, we were spending some time talking about uh, how to avoid common buying mistakes. And you mentioned a couple there in the last segment. I don't know if we'll get to all of them today, but uh, reality is that having been around since 2002, we've got some experience. Our expertise lends itself very well to the areas of gold, silver, natural fancy colored diamonds. And that experience is shared with every client. And being the experts in these arenas, there are some common buying mistakes that get made. And we want to share maybe one more today. Do we have time, you think? Sure. And yeah. uh, certainly encourage people to continue to look, I guess, at our YouTube channel would be a good place to look, where we'll post some of these from time to time and in other types of videos. But uh, to get information on all of this, just go to the website, guildhallwealth.com. Jeremy? So we were talking about um, paying for product that's not available. We talked about making sure that the product that you're getting is matching your expectations for the product. And to go along with those, we often see this 
We don't see it actually that often, Darren, but uh, getting caught up on price and comparison shopping. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, for us, it's always a case of, well, you want to make sure you're comparing apples to apples, meaning are we comparing new product to old product? Are we comparing product that's available to product that's not available? Are we comparing U.S. pricing to Canadian pricing? Are we comparing yesterday's prices to today's prices? And these are a lot of different factors with a market that's constantly moving. The spot price updates, refreshes every 15 seconds. So you're constantly trying to catch a moving target. So there's not only just the factors into the specific physical product itself, but there's the fact that the price is constantly moving as well. Mm. So sometimes you could get into a situation where you're very keyed up on getting the act absolute best price on your product, which makes sense, especially if the product didn't move in price. If you were comparing cars, for instance, you can go from dealer to dealer, the price is static. Whereas with precious metals, it's not. And uh, oftentimes that comes, I don't know about you, Darren, but I find oftentimes that comes because someone's thinking about sort of an all-in purchase, right? So it becomes extremely important to them to get the absolute best price because it's a, it's an all-in purchase. They're doing it all at once. And of course, while they're doing this price hunting, the price could continue to rise. And so it doesn't really matter if you were getting discounts on it because those were squashed by the fact that the price rose to 3%. So it's probably better to think about the service and delivery in conjunction with price along with along with splitting up an order so that you give yourself a chance to get lower pricing if it happens. Well, again, those are fine points, Jeremy, and I would agree uh, wholly with you on them. And the only thing I would add to that would be that uh, you know you have to do this uh, with your own due diligence. You have to be excited like we are, and there's passion when you're uh, improving your overall wealth situation, when you're going to protect something that you've worked so hard to get, which is that hard-earned dollar in your pocket. You should be spending time focused on what is best for you and improving those life outcomes, and this is one way to do it. Look, Jeremy, the fact is that gold and silver are tremendous assets. They've been proven time and time again throughout history, but we don't always want to just take our word for it. We're doing the show on a week-to-week basis. We're helping people get into the markets. There's plenty of analysts out there and plenty of discussion that's going around discussing the merits of gold and silver ownership. And this is not just by people who own gold and silver. This is by all kinds of people. And to that end, you brought something with us this week, an article from The Telegraph in the UK, uh, an important one, which discusses where they believe might be the best areas to put money in 2020. So I guess let's say when we come back from break, we're going to delve into this article a bit. Paul's going to join us. We're going to talk a little bit about platinum. And this article, Jeremy, just quickly, uh, a little synopsis of what's about to come. Well, this is an article from The Telegraph. And next to vintage Tudor watches, um, as well as Barolo 2016s, and um, and particular Aston Martin cars like the Valkyrie, they have one investment that they think should be in everyone's portfolio in 2020. All right, let's discuss that when we come back. You are tuned into The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. The number to call, one eight seven seven eight silver or guildhallwealth.com. And you are tuned in to Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. 
And welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. Exciting week, Jeremy, and so much to talk about. We've been touching base on a few uh, very important things, how to avoid uh, common buying mistakes with gold and silver. And we kind of segued a little bit from that tail end of last segment into an article from The Telegraph. Tell us what The Telegraph is saying about things to invest in in 2020. Well, they're looking at hypercars, diving watches, particular Italian Barolo wines. Luxury goods. And pink diamonds. Aha, pink diamonds. The key is, of course, the Argyle Mine. It's slated to close this year. They they point out the Fancy Color Research Foundation, of which we're a member, talking about how all natural fancy color diamonds have increased about, sorry, pink diamonds have outperformed other colors, but increased 366% from 2005 through 2019, an average of 25% per year. That's an average of all of those pink diamonds together. And that the diamond appreciation, this is a great, great tidbit from this article. Pink diamonds sold at the Argyle Diamond Tender have appreciated more than 500% since 2000 no way yeah that's so where does that come from you're looking at rarity you're looking at quality and when you have something that that's rare the demand is always naturally there and if you're trying to find something of a particular size particular shape particular strength of color it's very difficult to source these types of diamonds and therefore the price is continually just creep up creep up creep up uh, we're gonna have Paul on the show in just a moment talking about some of the diamonds that we have on offer that happen to be Argyle pink and if you're looking for a great investment a luxury item uh, this is the type of investment that you want to be looking at and uh, I was just doing some other research that uh, one of the things that's going to drive this market through the tw- through the 20s Darren I believe is that when there's uncertainty People want portable wealth. And I think that that's going to be something that we haven't quite seen yet. We know there's uncertainty in the air, but it hasn't occurred the way we saw in 2008. Um, I think the next financial crisis, recession, what call it what you will, that um, the natural fancy color diamonds and that need for portable wealth is going to drive this market along with the Argyle closure. Well, there is method in the madness, so to speak, because way back when, when we started talking about natural fancy color diamonds, I think a lot of people heard us saying, well, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 15 years, not knowing exactly why, but that it was a long-term investment, and we would touch on some of the finer points, but... The master plan was always that the closing of the Argyle mine would have a profound impact on the colored diamond industry. And we always knew since day one that this was coming in our lifetime here at the firm. And really, until you see it happening and actually occurring and you know that this is set in motion and it's not turning back and the last tender is going to come out for diamonds and then boom, there's no more pink diamonds. Uh, really only then can you appreciate what you have if you're owning a yellow or a pink or both or a blue or a green because the effect it's going to have in the closure of pinks will be a drag on all colors, especially the quality investment grade that we sell. And that's when you start to realize as an investor, oh, now this is part of the master plan. And this is why we are so excited and passionate about colored diamonds. 
Now, having said all of that, the exciting news is that not only do I have in front of me none other than Paul Wiseman, the CEO of Guildhall Wealth Management, but after a short hiatus, because you have been so damn busy, Paul, and the world of diamonds is moving very quickly, it is exciting to be able to share at least one available diamond that's new to us that we were very excited and very passionate about getting and uh, you brought it with you today yeah i was able to so as you know the argyle mine is closing uh, by the end of this year uh, and i was able to source uh, a couple of pink beautiful argyle diamonds uh, one of the diamonds that i've got in front of me right now is a 0.27 it's an oval um the clarity is extremely, extremely great. It's a VVS2, mm. which you never very find in uh, pink diamonds. They're normally, a lot of them are I1s, I2s, SI1, SI2. We only sell VS quality, but this is a VVS2. Um, it's a 0.27. It's a 5PR. The color is extraordinary. Um, it's an oval shape. Uh, which is very, very desirable. This is the type of stone that you hold on for 10 years. And right now, this stone is, if you wanted to purchase it, you're looking at around about $35,000 US. I think this stone could fetch, without exaggerating, as much as 100000 in 10 years. Um, because A, of the clarity, the color, the quality of this argyle pink. And again, by the end of this year, there will be no more diamonds coming from the Argyle mine. So what I found out and what I, you know, I, I've investigated is anybody in the wholesale business that owns Argyle diamonds, all they've been doing is just pushing them to the back of the safe. Why would you sell something now that you know is going to go up 30 35% a year? And that is the exact reason why with gold and silver, this becomes a no-brainer. If you're thinking of finding out more about this, a topic that we like to discuss but never gets its fair share because gold and silver have been obviously one of the most important to discuss, this is colored diamonds, and natural fancy colored diamonds are one of the best-kept investing secrets in the world. If you want a free package on natural fancy colored diamonds or to speak with somebody directly and ask questions about how this might fit into your portfolio the number to call is one eight seven seven eight silver or guildhallwealth.com paul we're going to stay on the topic of natural fancy colored diamonds and a little bit about a couple of other things that you want to bring up and we're going to get to that in the next segment so please stay tuned you are listening to the real money show with guildhall wealth management on global news radio 640 toronto the following is a paid commercial program Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And here we are. We'll close out the show this week, segment number six. We want to thank you for staying tuned. Paul, we were talking natural fancy colored diamonds and one diamond in particular, which is getting a lot of attention right now, which I don't think is going to last very long. But we've discussed here on the show today is this diamond that you brought with you. Yeah, it's a 0.27, it's an oval, it's a VVS2, it's an Argyle diamond, it comes with the uh, Argyle certificate, it comes with the GIA, which is the Gemology Institute of America certificate, certification. This is a one-of-a-kind diamond, uh, and in my opinion, this diamond in 10 to 12 years could easily go for $100,000. We have it on for $35,000 US. Um, 
We also have other argyle pinks, but they're larger stones, and the larger the stone gets in an argyle diamond, the more the money goes up. Mm-hmm. And we have diamonds for a quarter of a million dollars, a half a million dollars, a million dollars in argyle pinks. That's stretching everybody's pocket. Not everybody has got that type of money to spend. But this is a diamond for $35,000 that you can put away for your kids' education, for your retirement. It's something that's going to make you money. It's money in the bank. As I said before, the end of the other segment... Every dealer that I know and the Argyle Ateliers, all they're doing is pushing their quality diamonds to the back of the safe. And as soon as that Argyle mine closes, we've had lots of inquiries, especially on our tender diamond. We got a 0.72 vivid and it's a VVS quality. Um, the price is a million dollars. You know, not everybody's going to, you know, want to spend that money now, but I can assure you next year when the mine is closed, they are going to be jumping because the stock market can't go up forever. We love gold and silver, and I think you know gold could crack $5,000 in the next few years. And people that are in the gold market, you should be looking maybe at an argyle pink when you decide to get out of the market and put it into something really, really solid and where something's going to get you a great return. one eight seven seven eight silver or guildhallwealth.com. That's the website. You can go there, ask for an investor package, see the pictures of the diamonds, go to the diamond section, get educated just like you would if you were buying gold and silver and learn more about how to add this to your portfolio. We make it very easy to do so. Now, Paul, I would ask quickly, if I was going to tie this into something a little bit outside of the registered accounts and gold and silver, and I wanted a diamond, what else do you recommend that you might add to that? Well, one of the metals that I fell in love with is platinum. And I've been purchasing platinum myself over the last year. Um, It's a a sister metal to palladium. Now, at one time, platinum was more expensive than gold and a lot more expensive than palladium. Now, palladium is used in catalytic converters. Platinum at one time was used in catalytic converters. It's used in the diesel uh, motors. Um, My feeling is that palladium, somebody is hoarding it. The price has gone really stupid. Uh, People are going to start switching to platinum. And, you know, platinum is trading right now at $975 an ounce. To me, it's a steal. Undervalued. Yeah, it's an absolute steal. You know, it was trading at $1,800 a few years back. So, you know, when gold was trading at fifteen, sixteen hundred, platinum was in the eighteen hundred dollar range. If you look at gold today, we're trading at fifteen eighty, fifteen eighty two. Platinum is really undervalued. So I recommend for someone's portfolio, buy some platinum, put it in the depository or take it home, put it in a safe deposit box, put it away, sit on it. You're gonna make nothing but money owning platinum right now. One eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealth.com is the website. And if you're tying all that in, Paul, now you've thought about buying a colored diamond. Obviously, the due diligence has to be done on behalf of the buyer. They have to make sure it's right for them. They've added maybe some platinum to that portfolio. And they're thinking about a registered account, maybe adding gold and silver to an RSP, a TFSA. It all comes together. And that can be accomplished with a relatively small budget. You don't need five, $600,000. If you're an average investor and you've got some wealth that you've accumulated and we're coming to the end of a cycle like you just said, Paul, take some of that money off the table and put it into the smart assets that perform well in uncertain times. Well, absolutely. I mean, pink diamonds over the last 10 years of the quality of the Argyle pinks have gone up an average of about 365% over the last 10 years. We were just talking about that. So like if you're looking at a 30 35, 36% a year 
I'm looking at this diamond that I said that I, I, I purchased last week. Um, I have some more Argo pinks coming in, but they're more expensive, and we're happy to show them to you. Um, I'm doing the same as everybody else in the, in the pink diamond business. They go into the back of the safe because why would I sell something and give it away when I know I can make 30 35% more by the end of the year or early part of next year? Well, and they're going to be so scarce, so rare. To me, it's like an artist that dies. As soon as that artist dies, the value goes up immensely. And this is what's going to happen in pink diamonds. And yellows will follow. Vivid yellows, intense yellows will be the next pinks. They will go up 30, 35% a year. By putting out $35,000 on a vivid yellow, you could get a return of 60, 70,000 over the next 10 to 15 years. So those have yellows right now. They may want to hold on for a little longer because what's coming is way better than what I think people are asking. Well, when you can't afford champagne, you have to drink beer. And so what happens, or, you know, maybe a scotch, but this is what's going to happen. Yellows are going to become extremely rare, especially the vivid internally flawless and the intense internally flawless. Anything over a carrot in yellow is going to go through the roof. Listen, if you're looking at getting a yellow diamond, a pink diamond, natural fancy colored diamond, investment information, Guildhall's the one stop. That's where you're going to go. Guildhallwealth.com. The number to call, one eight seven seven eight silver We're going to be announcing in the coming weeks a new seminar coming up for those looking to get gold and silver into their registered accounts, into an RSP, TFSA. If you missed the last one, don't worry. There's one coming up in February. You'll hear about it very soon. And we want to thank you for staying tuned to The Real Money Show this week. It's been a pleasure to discuss diamonds and also gold and silver with you. And also, Paul, nice to see you back in the seat again. Yeah, and remember, you know, the high-end jewelers are all using platinum with their colored diamonds right now. Excellent. Platinum settings with the colored diamonds. We can do that at Guildhall. You have been listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. You've been doing so on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.